1919, and childhood for 14-year-old Ernie Fitch is over. There are no more days of paper routes and kick the can. His father died the previous year fighting in Europe during World War I. So Ernest, the eldest of seven children, was suddenly thrust into the world of working adults. His new job was to help augment the small sums his mother received from a community charity. There was no government pension then. There was what they called a patriotic fund. I think it was local, ad hoc. Some group decided how much money that you needed for so-and-so and so-and-so. And she was getting some help from the patriotic fund, but not enough to meet her needs. And I'd, when I finished public school, I had no choice but to go out and get work. I mean, to even think of going to high school was out of the question. And that applied to my sister, who was uh, just about two years younger than me, both of us. That when we reached 14 public school, we went to work full time. Well, I had a, a cousin of my father who worked at a government agency and he was able to get me a job as an office boy at $50 a month. I would take that $50 home untouched and give it to my mother. And then she gave me back $5 for pocket money and car, uh, car fare. That job lasted a year and then they closed the department or they amalgamated it and a number of us, including my father's uh, cousin, were out of work. But the cousin had a contact with the Royal Bank, and he asked me, you know, one day if I would like to work at a bank. It wasn't a question whether I liked to. I wanted to work somewhere. I had to make some money. And I took the uh, examination, failed the first time, told me to come back a week later, and I bowed up a little on where I <laughs> had missed. And I passed. I just got over the line, that was all. And so I was employed by the Royal Bank. And this was in 1920. My first appointment was at the Royal Bank at the corner of 7th and Main. Everything seems lovely when you start to roam. And I stayed with them for just about eight years. I had three different uh, appointments, three different moves. But I stayed with the bank until I was 22. Down by False Creek, there were a lot of business places that dealt with us at 7th and Main. And so all along what would now be uh, Terminal Avenue, I think, going west, there were business houses, lumber companies. There was a uh, factory producing coffins. I can remember these. This is where I used to go. Then I got transferred to uh, the branch on Granville at 8th and Granville. I don't think either one are still going. But Granville, at least that area, at that time was the home of the wealthier people. Many of our customers, especially savings customers, were quite well-to-do. Originally, the, uh, the business people, the public life people, like the mayor of Vancouver, I think, Many of them lived in the down in what is now the downtown east side. 
where the Rogers Sugar Company is. I imagine Rogers himself may have lived there for, you know. And then they moved to the West End of Vancouver. And the West End, that's when they built these beautiful homes there. I mean, Rogers, Rogers' home on the Davy, isn't it? Yes, I think Davy, a beautiful place. But they had all these big homes before the apartments ever started. You know, the, uh, the high-rise, there wasn't a high-rise, I'm sure. Well, then my final move was <laughs> Royal Bank at Maiden Hastings in what is now the notorious downtown east side. I think the bank is still there, isn't it? Oh, yes, sure. Anyway, that's where I finished up with the bank and moved on. Coming up next, a mother devotes her life to Canada's fallen soldiers, and Ernie dabbles with smoking and drinking when the life and times of Ernest Fitch continues. <laughs> 